1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Camille King, of Visit Mississippi. And as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling around the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we'll start our road trip with John Salem, managing director with the Greater Jackson Arts Council, to talk about their Mississippi Magic Lessons event with Elizabeth Gilbert. Then we'll welcome Rochelle Hicks, executive director of Mississippi Tour tourism association and Craig Ray director of Visit Mississippi to talk about Tourism Day at the Capitol and Mississippi Night at the Mississippi Grammy Museum and we'll end the show with Grammy nominated Mississippi Blues phenom Christone Kingfish Ingram. So hold on tight because we're going on a musical ride here on next stop Mississippi. <laughs> This is an MPB
0: Think Radio podcast.
2: Thanks for joining us.
1: This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host and traveling partner, Camille King of Visit Mississippi. Yeah. And what you're listening to, you like that? What oh,
3: man. That's Tania. Is that, is that my friend? Yes,
1: that's Tania with ink. <laughs> uh, sounds like uh, another title. I was going to say, so what was she saying in the beginning, Java? I thought that was the title of the song, but it sounds really good. Tania she is so been, awesome. Yes, she, has a, she can change up her style, fast, slow, mm-hmm. soothing, jazzy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just another one of the great Mississippian artists. Speaking
3: just, of we artists. We have so many. Oh, my we, uh,
1: This is a great show. I'm excited to talk about Tania and John's on the phone. He'll be with us in just a second mm-hmm. to talk about the Mississippi Magic Lessons with um, Elizabeth Uh, Gilbert, That's going to be a great event happening on the 21st. Same night as uh, your event at the Grammy Museum Mississippi. We're competing against each other. There's no competition. (laughs) There's no competition. (laughs) But, you know, it's all in the name of music and Mississippi music. And and, and so we're all going to come together and say, you know, you just go where you want to go and enjoy both events. But speaking of events. Before, John, I know I have you on the phone. Before we get to John, let's talk about you, Camille, and what you guys did this week.
3: Oh, this week has been fantastic. I've been attending a lot of the Jackson Indie Music Week events, which is, you know, we had them on the show last week. So that's been kicking off awesome. Fifth year And Visit Mississippi is proud to be sponsoring again and planning for the music tourism conference that's right. coming. And all the con- festivals uh, Visit Mississippi is planning on being a part of this year. And the Country Music Trail, Mississippi Blues trail, Mississippi Writers Trail, this year is kicking off like a bull.
1: I'm excited. I feel the energy, uh, like we talked about at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year, I feel the energy of 2020. And they yeah. say clear vision, but I just feel like it's going to be a great year. 19 was a great year for me, yes. but 20 is going to be better and better. So speaking of better, let's welcome our first guest, John Salem. Yes, in, a managing editor with the Greater Jackson Arts Council. Good morning, John.
4: Good morning.
1: How you doing over there in Artsland? <laughs>
4: I'm good.
1: <laughs> well, John, welcome back to the show. You're no stranger to um, uh, Next Stop Mississippi. We love having you here. Uh, but you're here today to talk a little bit about uh, the Mississippi magic. It's magic. It's magic <laughs> and music. Let's talk about the night is happening yeah, it's with cool. um, Tania and Elizabeth Gilbert. Can you let us know what's going to take place?
4: I can. We had Elizabeth Gilbert in. She's the author of Eat, Pray, Love and and Big Magic. And we had her in for a big event in the fall and had the opportunity to do some uh, what she's done before. They're called magic lessons, and they're kind of therapy sessions with artists where she guides them through a creative breakthrough. Uh, and so uh, she worked with three artists here in Mississippi, and we filmed them. And uh, Tania, who we heard, uh, you know, coming into this segment, uh, is our first participating artist. So we're going to be screening her episode uh, on Tuesday night, uh, January 21st at Dooling Hall. And then we're going to be following that up with a, a musician's panel that uh, you are going to moderate. <laughs> uh, uh, and the musicians are going to be talking about how... Uh, particularly musicians, can continue to operate at a high level in a pressure-filled industry while caring for themselves. And then we're going to cap the evening with live performances by Bobby Rush, who will also be on the panel. Oh, man. Uh, and then Tania uh, Scott-Albert Johnson uh, will be on the panel and performing, and he's going to be accompanied in his live performance by Chalmers Davis, who performed with Little Richard for and toured with Little Richard for over two decades. And then also uh, Valerie Ponzio is going to be coming in from Nashville, and people might recognize her from The Voice Season 12, where she made it to the Battle Rounds uh, level. So she's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to hear her take on um, the pressures of, of that kind of environment and how to to thrive and survive through it.
3: Wow, well, John, I tell you, just being in the entertainment industry, I see it all the time. How uh, the different pressures of the industry and, and making it, and so on and so forth, is, is just, it can be crippling. So, using words like therapy session and creative breakthrough, guide us through. I mean, how do you even delve into that with an artist?
4: Well, that, that was an interesting thing with Elizabeth. She sat down with Tania, and um, Elizabeth just has. It's almost like a superpower. She's able to sit down with you and she almost has a x-ray vision into your soul and what you're going through. It really is something extraordinary to watch. And you'll see that in the video, the way she's able to uh, relate uh, and have such insight into Tania's struggle and journey. And um, she's just really articulate and insightful in providing Tania with a toolkit to to move forward and thrive. And the, the great thing about it is for each of these sessions with, with different artists, um, they're so universally resonant. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone who comes to see this is going to take away something from it that can help themselves.
1: Exactly. John, you made a point that I was about to ask. Um, even if you're not in the music industry, this event is for you. If you're trying to balance your life and trying to figure out the pressures and anxieties of life, Elizabeth, when you're watching this screening, she's going to let you see how you can balance that, not just as a musician, but with any pressures. Uh, with our two guests here we have in the studio, I know they have pressure every oh, day. Man. And they have. <laughs> Craig says, no, I don't have pressure. No pressure, uh, Craig. And, and John, I know John, you know Craig and... Um, Rochelle really well too, oh, the pressure but pressure Rochelle has been under lately. <laughs> but it's like um, how to balance that. And when we talk about musicians, and you talk about yep. you've been, you guys are around a lot of musicians. Imagine writing a song, and putting your heart and your soul and your deepest inner thoughts on this record, and then putting it out for the world to scrutinize, to judge, mm-hmm. to say I liked it or didn't like it. That's a lot of pressure. Different type of pressure than we have as non-musicians. And I like what Elizabeth does. She lets she talks to musicians uh, about how to balance that, how to compartmentalize those type of ideas in your head so you not, you're not um, worried so much about what people think about you. You're being authentic and true to your craft, and you're giving them your true self. That's very important. Another aspect, John, I love about this panel is that look at the different genres and ages of the panel. We have Bobby Rush. We have um, Valerie. She's on, you know, The Voice. Then we have uh, Scott Albert Johnson, a different genre of music. They're all going to bring, and then Tania, they're all Mm going to bring different aspects to therapy. And I can't wait to talk to them. I'm going to moderate this um, Such panel. Such different
3: personalities, you see? too. And it's going to yeah. be a
1: lot of insight. We're going to have a Q and a with the um, audience as well, John. I can't wait to hear what the audience has to ask the panel. And their different takes on, like, Bobby Rush's era. It's going to be totally different from Tania's era, from um, Scott and, and Valerie's and how they dealt with pressures of how people felt about their music and what he dealt with back in the 60s and the 50s and the 40s versus 2020. It's going to be a great night. The um panel discussion plus the live um concert is going to be great. And John, what people don't know is I want you to talk a little bit before we go about your experience. You actually had a session with Elizabeth. Tell us how that went.
3: Did you cry, John? <laughs> did you cry?
4: Look, I I was a basket case. What do you mean did I cry? Oh man, I bet. <laughs> my friend. It, I really did. You know, my we uh we Worked with three different artists. I was one of them. Each artist kind of had a different pain point of entry. Mine was uh, the the sudden loss of my father, and she just kind of honed in on that really quickly. So wow. all, all of these were were highly emotional. So there were <laughs> there were definitely tears, and um, and everyone kind of had a, uh, a vulnerability hangover afterwards <laughs> because you really. Uh, like, ended up putting yourself out there mm-hmm. in a way uh, that was that really was vulnerable and kind of scary. And the the great thing about Elizabeth is she she has this ability to kind of take you out to see where you really are putting yourself out there, but then at the same time you feel protected by her because uh, she has a very nurturing and, and kind presence. So. Um, so really and then another thing I wanted to point out that that we'll talk about on Tuesday, you know, it's it's not as much as there are external pressures that musicians and, and all of us deal with, one mm. one of the key points we learned from Elizabeth is, you know, the pressures we put on ourselves because mm-hmm. usually yeah. the the harshest judgment is what you say to yourself. Right. And and um and so that is something that I think all of us can work toward uh, changing.
3: Well, I'll tell you, John, uh, I know you probably are aware of how many artists are advocating for there to be uh, mental health insurance or, you know, certain things like that built into contracts that record labels are doing and uh, just the kind of the cry out for mental health. So how do you think the industry would change if something like this was implemented, if there was, you know, if she was going, if a, there was an Elizabeth at every record label hmm. available for artists, uh, or even, you know, just available for independent artists.
4: You know, I, I think it would be amazing because, uh, when we brought her in, you know, we, we didn't, didn't realize until we were in it, just what an incredible privilege it was to be, to be sitting there with her and learning that and, uh, And that's why we're so excited to to share these videos because they really, um, they're not insular. They're not specific to the person. They really are universal.
1: I love Um, that. Uh, uh,
4: But that really does seem to be uh, an element changing in the industry. I know there was recently, I mean, one of the uh, things that triggered the idea for this panel actually was um, Paris hosted electronic music week in the fall and they had a mental health panel that ended up being um, kind of the highlight of the conference. Oh. It's the first time that they've done that. And that triggered in me a way to link this screening with, with a panel like this. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, I love that. And John, you know, you and I talk candidly. Uh, Camille just put a thought in my head and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, i the record about mental health uh, musical artist therapist, and mm. how I just got my master's degree That's right. in clinical mental health counseling. Congratulations. And I didn't even yeah. think about, I was doing teens and things like that, but I didn't even think about how much the music industry, they do need their so own bad. therapist. And that music, that uh, therapy mental health panel, at these music um, conferences and things. That's very important. Mm-hmm. like that idea. I might roll with that. Thank you. I'll give you a little money on that, ah, Camille. A little. A little bit. Well, you'll probably be lawyer on the lawyer on putting the contract together. There you go. But, John, before we have to go, <laughs> tell everyone again the day and time um, of the um, event again.
4: Oh, it, it's this coming Tuesday, January 21st at Dueling Hall in the Fondren area uh, from 7 to 8.30. Uh, tickets are $10, and you can get them at Ardenland.net.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you so much for being here again, John. I know you have to uh, email me and get ready for next week. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> get ready for next week. So I uh, will see you next week. Thanks for being a part of Next Stop Mississippi, as always. And have a we are going to have a great event, and we'll be talking to you later. Okay. Have a great weekend. You too. You too. It's time for us to take our first break, but when we return, we'll welcome to the show Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi, and Rochelle Hicks, executive director of Mississippi Tourism Association. So don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
5: Yeah, uh-huh. double it down. I work it around. I'm making it happen.
3: I've been snapping. Huh.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Time Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with my traveling partner, Kamel King, of Visit Mississippi. Now, before the break, we talk with John Salem with the Greater Jackson Arts Council about their Mississippi Magic Lessons event happening this Tuesday coming up at Duelling Hall. Now, for more information about that event, you can visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Now, let's welcome our next guest to the show, Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi and Rochelle. Michelle Hicks, executive director of Mississippi Tourism Association. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. You know what? It's, I feel like I know you guys. You know, being with Camille <laughs> all this time, I live vicariously through him, through you guys. Look, we so. got my boss in the building yeah. today. I'm going to be on my best behavior. You know, that's crazy
0: today. Tourism is omnipresent. We are. <laughs>
1: right. And you know what? I, before we get started, I, can't, I have to say, Next Stop Mississippi was birthed out of, of course, the tourism, uh, your um, departments, and we just bring what's best about Mississippi to Mississippians and all over the country, all over the world. You can listen to mpbonline.org, stream it. So imagine if you're coming through Mississippi, if you're in Alabama, Tennessee, Louisiana, you can go to our events calendar or listen to this show or listen to our podcast and find out what's going on right here in the great state of Mississippi. Amen. I know. Yes. Shining light. That's <laughs> yeah, what we're that's all great. about. Doing what you guys do every day. So let's just start right uh jump right on in there. Uh let's Rochelle with ladies first. Let's start with you, Rochelle. Tell us uh who you are and what you do.
2: Okay, I'm Rochelle Hicks and I'm the director um, as you said, of Mississippi Tourism Association. And just to tell you a little bit about what our association is. We're the statewide association for tourism. We're comprised of tourism professionals. Um, We were established to support and empower our tourism industry through advocacy and education. Our members are made up of those um, that are from the hospitality industry, public service organizations, and allied businesses. And we partner with Visit Mississippi throughout the year and support all of their efforts um, to advertise and market tourism in Mississippi and throughout the United States and the world. So Mm -hmm. I'll turn it over to Craig. Let him tell you a little bit about what they do.
0: Well, thank you, awesome. Rochelle. Always a tough act to follow. <laughs> I know, <No>. right? <laughs> we have a great partnership with MTA. We are uh, Visit Mississippi as the is public sector arm of tourism. Um, my position, I'm appointed by the governor uh, uh, to serve. We have approximately 85 employees. Uh, we manage all the welcome centers here in the state. We we uh, within our division we handle all all the the marketing, the communications, our international music, culture, group, yeah. outdoor, film, international, all within our division. If I missed anybody, <laughs> please let <only> me know. <laughs> but we have a great group of uh, passionate uh, employees that, that market the state uh, at all different levels. Um, we are the fourth largest industry in the state. Mm. We, uh, we are a $6.7 billion industry. Uh, we had 24.7 million visitors uh, to the state of Mississippi last year, uh, both record numbers, and, and we're right in the middle of another great uh, great year going into our new calendar year and new decade, 2020. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of great things happening at Visit Mississippi, uh, and we're here to talk about some, some cool events coming up and some of the partnerships that we have. But we have an interesting, uh, not interesting, just a, a dynamic partnership with Mississippi Tourism Association, all their partners, the CVBs, not just the CVBs. We have a great partnership with the gaming and hospitality industry, the hotel, motel, lodging association. Just We work together to promote the state, every inch of the state, every way that we can.
1: Yeah, you have big shoes to fill. And um, just to go back a little bit, how did you get into this uh, line of business? I'll let Rochelle go first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually worked for one of our convention and visitors bureaus for 12 years and then um, I've been the director here for seven years at Mississippi Tourism Association. Okay. So no,
3: you just now, Rochelle, up. you're... She's no, being uh, no, modest. she's being see, modest. Yeah, now, Rochelle, why don't you tell them the other things that you also do? Because other than being uh, in this position, you do so many other things and chair uh, so many other organizations. She's humble. Yes. I like I'm, that.
2: <laughs> I'm very involved in the Junior League of Jackson, okay. um, Mistletoe Marketplace. I work with Canopy Children's Solutions. I just helped with the Governor's Inaugural Ball. So I I do... Uh, love to volunteer in our community and I love um, our metro jackson area and very supportive of all of our things that we have going on in our our city and our state so i do love um, i do love our state of mississippi that's great so. are, you, are you originally from mississippi i'm from uh Kind of both. <laughs> uh, everyone I has up, a story. Yes. I grew up in Natchez, Mississippi, but okay. I also grew up um, in Vidalia, Louisiana. So I kind of okay. was um Southern a girl. Folk. You're still yes. a Southern girl at yes. heart. We'll claim you yes. from a Vidalia. That's yes. close enough. That's
1: right. And and Craig, what about you? Are you originally from Mississippi?
2: I
0: am not. Okay. I was born in Springfield, Illinois. Moved ah. here in nineteen seventy nine. Okay. And I've lived here ever since with a couple stints in Washington D C. Okay. So um this will be my 10th uh, year as tourism director. I've served uh, now under three governors, um, not consecutive years of mm-hmm. two different terms. Mm-hmm. Um, but also have been in the tourism industry uh, for 16 years. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, worked uh, with partners in a lobbying firm that represented MTA in the tourism industry at the Capitol and worked uh, with all their advocacy issues and opportunities there. So been in the tourism industry for 16 years and uh, very strong political background uh, before that.
1: So. Okay.
3: Now, wait a minute now. When he says I've done a couple of stints in Washington, D.C., so <laughs> what you So he didn't want to
1: tell exactly. us. He didn't want to tell us. Exactly. What have you done Well, in this Washington? is about
0: tourism today.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, to to piggyback on what you said about the politics, I want to ask both of you guys a yeah. question. How important is tourism to the uh, economic um um, prosperity of a state yeah. period i mean cuz you guys do so much and it, and we're going to talk about the uh, tourism capital uh, the capital day but mm-hmm. how important is it it
2: is it's it's huge isn't it yes um tourism as craig said earlier is the fourth largest industry in mississippi and one of the things that we have been working on over the past 6 years is to get uh tourism funding for our for Visit Mississippi. And so our association, we work hand in hand with Visit Mississippi. And one of the things that our association does is we lobby for funding for tourism. And so we've been working with the leadership um, over the past six years to get a permanent funding source so that we don't have to go back for an appropriation year after year. And we were successful in the past session in 2019 Mm. in getting a permanent funding source for tourism. So we're very proud of that. And that will go into effect. Um, The funding started uh, accumulating in July of 19. And that funding will actually go into effect in April of Mm -hmm. this year. And so um, Visit Mississippi will now have a permanent funding source beginning in April. And um, the way it will work is it will be um, one starting out at 1% the first year, 2% the second year, and 3% the third year. And so um, that will accumulate to what we hope will be about $12 million, approximately $12 million by the end of that third year. And what that will do for us is it will make us competitive with our surrounding states, Um, That have anywhere from 10 to up to 15 and upwards of $15 million, where in the past we've had um, about 2 to 3 million, Craig, to.
0: About 1.8 right now.
2: Yeah, to market and advertise (laughs) our entire state of Mississippi. And Craig and his staff have done an amazing job of advertising our state with what they had. I mean, so you think that we've had about 1.8 million dollars to advertise our our entire state. And with that, they've brought in 24.7 million visitors. Mm -hmm. But you think about what we can do when we have $12 Mm -hmm. million, Mm -hmm. how many visitors we can bring into the state Mm. of Mississippi. And that will just grow. And all of those dollars go back to the general fund. And what we can then take with that money and what we can help to the general fund, what that can do for education, Mm -hmm. Medicaid, all the things that we need to do, um, for the state of Mississippi and, and arts. Arts for right, the schools. Arts, I mean, everything. Arts, our museums, mm-hmm. all that.
0: Well Chief, To your point, your your question about how, how we impact uh the political uh, uh not playing field mm-hmm. but the the world of Mississippi and, and just Mississippians, we uh the tourism industry last year had 122,850 jobs mm-hmm. in the state of Mississippi, direct and indirect. Wow. So that's everything from your service waiter that's to right. someone working at a golf course, some to, to work in a music theater, a yeah. hotel, restaurants, uh, the whole industry, 122,850. It's it's the second largest number ever in the state. So there are a lot of ways that we touch and affect the state of Mississippi. And and the, the return on investment that we bring with with the advertising and and again i i'm not going to leave out our really strong partners in the gaming and hospitality industry because what we do together to bring people to mississippi and to see the state of mississippi our our best our best foot forward is our hospitality if we can get people to come here one time they That's will right. come back yes. and, and so yes. we right. we promote the state from from every angle and to include 10 to 15 international countries. Wow. I
1: love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about uh, Tourism Day at the Capitol and, of course, the Mississippi Grammy Night uh, at the Grammy Museum Mississippi. Talk about some great events coming up that you guys are spearheading. Plus, later in the show, we're going to talk to Grammy-nominated, we can say that now, Grammy-nominated Christone Kingfish Ingram. So stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi.
5: Shame. Treating me like that. First time I met you, baby, you purr like a kitty cat.
4: What are the top 10 ways to listen to MPB Think Radio? Number 10, the iHeartRadio app. Number 9, TuneIn Radio. Number 8, Amazon Alexa. Number 7, Google Home. Number 6, Deezer. What's a Deezer? Number 5, Spotify. Number 4, Stitcher. Number 3, YouTube. To listen to a radio station? Yeah, all the kids do that now. Number 2, Apple. And the number 1 way to listen to MPB Think Radio? The MPB Public Media app. Free in the iTunes and Google Play Store. What about just over the radio in the car? Yeah, you can do that too.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
3: Daddy
1: told me on his dying day. Welcome back. And thanks for joining us on Next Up Mississippi. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host and traveling partner, Camille King of Visit Mississippi. Now, in the studio today, we have Rochelle Hicks, executive director of Mississippi Tourism Association, and Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi. Now, what you're listening to is Bobby Rush. He's also a Grammy-nominated Mississippi artist. Once again, Grammy-nominated this year for the Grammy for his um, latest album. What's the name of that album, Java? Um... Sitting on top of of the blues, and
3: he was just honored last, uh, last night, night at Jackson, Jackson Indy, Indy yep. Music
1: Week Icon Awards.
3: Yeah, I and, had uh, the privilege of being a part of. That it. was it, great, and he is so awesome. He
1: is uh, a great person. Great to be around. Uh, shining light yeah, of Mississippi, now all the I, way. I, I'm glad that and proud that we can say he's a part of Mississippi as In well. The
3: Mississippi Blues Trail.
1: Yes, Mississippi Blues Trail as well. Uh, speaking of that, let's go into the events because you guys do so much. Speaking of Mississippi Blues Trail, Riders Trail. All the trails, the big event that's coming up uh, in Cleveland, the conference. So let's talk about the um, Capital Day, Tourism, Capital Day, uh, Tourism Day at the Capitol. Uh, Rochelle, we'll start with you and then we'll go into the Grammy Mississippi night at the Grammys. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so um, every each year we have our tourism MTA Day at the Capitol, and this is just an opportunity for our tourism partners from all of our areas of the state to meet with their legislators and talk to them about issues in their communities. It's an opportunity for them to get to know their new legislators if they have not already done so. Um, at one thirty, we have a press conference where all of our partners gather in the rotunda. And this year we'll have Speaker Philip Gunn, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, um, who will gather with us and talk about our successes this past year in tourism and what our plans are for the coming year. So this year we'll obviously be celebrating our um, Tourism Promotion Act, which we just spoke about with the new funding and any issues that um, we'll have this this year that we'll be bringing um to the to the legislative. So what about later
3: on that night? <laughs> yes, and then
2: later on that night we have our big legislative reception that we partner with Mississippi Gaming and Hospitality Association. That's going to be at the South at um, from five thirty to eight, and that's where we'll have Kingfish playing. Ooh. So we're really excited about that, and um, that's a big event. We have usually about 400, 450 people. And so it's just a big party oh, where everybody great. comes, and that's going to be a big celebration. This year we're calling it Celebrating a Bright Future for Tourism because we do have a bright future ahead, and we're just so excited and looking forward to it. And that is on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday January 22nd. 22nd.
1: Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about, let's go, let's go forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, mm-hmm. the 21st, what's happening at the Grammy Museum in Mississippi?
0: Before we go there, mm-hmm. i'd like to add one one point to the day at the Capitol. This is the sixth annual uh, legislative reception. We have had Day at the capitol for for years, but six years ago we we chose the legislative reception as an opportunity to again highlight mm-hmm. a Mississippi artist to join us for the celebration. but also that day during the day at the Capitol, we recognize that artist in the house and the senate chambers as an ambassador for the oh, day wow. where they're recognized in a proclamation for their efforts in music and support of the industry and is that and, kingfish and, and this year will be kingfish and you know yeah. imagine i know we're going to talk to awesome. him in a
1: little bit but he is not even old enough to buy a drink <laughs> and his first album out the door out the gate Grammy nominated. I can't wait to get them on the phone, guys. But that's amazing, and you know, to yeah. be that young mm-hmm. and be an ambassador—that's right. going to be a great day.
0: So we yes. we recognize our artists. We've had just just for this particular event, we've had Shannon McNally, Grammy, nom- Grammy nominee, mm-hmm. North Mississippi All Stars, Steve Azar, Randy Steve. Hauser, and Kingfish this mm-hmm. year. So it, it, it's another way for us to celebrate our music culture, but it, it also. Uh, it really enhances the party. Yeah, you know, sure. we have these great arts that <laughs> yeah. come out and and to join us at the Capitol and talk about uh, tourism and help us promote what we're doing. So, segueing into mm-hmm. Mississippi Night at the Grammy Museum this year is our first annual Mississippi Night at the Grammy Museum. We have hosted this event for the previous ten years in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, where it was a, a spinoff to an event that we were that we had here in Mississippi, where we recognized our mississippi artists yeah. we have more grammy award winners and nominees okay. than in any other state um, that celebration led to eventually having the grammy museum in cleveland and us bidding on the project and bringing that museum to mississippi so another way to to further recognize our artists and our and our history and music and for that event in Los Angeles and now in Mississippi, we've had Honeyboy Edwards, Hubert Summerlin, Williams Brothers, Marty Stewart, Steve Forbert, Shannon McNally, North Mississippi All-Stars, Randy Hauser, Bobby Rush, Cedric Burnside, Steve Azar, Vastai Jackson, just to name a few. Just to name a few. That have performed. Yeah. And this year... Uh, uh, um, Kingfish will be performing mm-hmm. as well right. in, in Cleveland and Southern Avenue, mm-hmm. which is a southern uh, rhythm and blues band out of Memphis. Yeah. Uh, our, our chapter is the Memphis chapter. There are 13 recording academy chapters in the United States. Our chapter consists consist of the city of Memphis, state of Mississippi, state of Louisiana, Arkansas and this and the city the city of St. Louis right. is all in our chapter mm-hmm. so when you hear Grammy award winners from the Memphis chapter that's not it's just Mississippi a- mm-hmm. that's the rest of our group so we we like to use this celebration also to celebrate our other partners within yeah. that chapter so this year the southern um southern avenue is a grammy nominated Group as well, uh-huh. so it's a, it's a fun evening. Uh, we're excited to have the first event there. We're we're using the footprint that we had at the L.A. Grammy Museum to uh, have a reception. We'll have the uh, DMI All Stars from Delta State uh-huh. uh, that will perform at the reception, and then have an evening of performances and Q and A with these two bands since and of course tour of this uh beautiful award winning yeah. grammy museum and it, it it'll be a wonderful evening just envision instead of in los angeles next to the Staples center you're yeah, in you. yeah. cleveland mississippi right downtown and it's it's, and, and uh, I'm it's a proud wonderful that you place you brought
1: it back here, well, back the first time, but I'm glad I know every year Camille has to whisk away to L.A. and he's gone from us, and uh, he tells me about how great of time you guys had. I do want to make a point: every time he comes back, he tells us about the reaction of everyone from our Mississippi night. Tell me how you see or what, and let us take us through the the comments and the voices and what people are saying after our people from Louisiana, Memphis, and uh, Mississippi perform. He says they're just amazed. They're like, wow, this is music.
0: There's always that moment of intrigue of how many great musicians come from not only our chapter, but from the state of Mississippi. And when these artists are given these Lifetime Achievement Awards or win a Grammy at the age of, what, 85 (laughs) for Bobby Rush, just how our, our pipeline of music keeps growing from year to year to include, I mean, Louisiana. Last year, the Memphis chapter had a record number of Grammy nominees. I think we had over 30 in all categories. Mm So it's it's that – Amazing moment when, when you go to the Grammy Museum in Cleveland and you visit the Mississippi experience and not just the rotating exhibits just to see the the history of music It's not just the history of the blues. It's the history of all genre music Love it. and it, it's really it, it's a proud moment to, to see that those people that are from Mississippi and how they embrace our museum celebrating their their history mm-hmm. and what they've given back to mm-hmm. the state. But it's a beautiful venue and so this week or next week, you have great choices. You can go to Cleveland and legislative reception, I believe, is is sold out. But but you ha- it's, a, it's a focus on Mississippi next week. And All hopefully right. we'll have some Grammy Award winners we, a week we are, from Sunday. I, I'm
1: claiming that. I'm saying That's that right. uh, <laughs> either. Uh, and we have Kingfish on the phone. We're going to talk to him in just a second. Uh, I'll put him on in so he can hear us. But what's funny is that next week actually is Grammy Week at the museum. So That's they right. have an entire week of festivities. On um, Tuesday, of course, is a Mississippi Night. And then on Wednesday, uh, they're going to have Crossroads of Music. They have panel discussions throughout the day, then they have um, a trivia night, Grammy trivia night at Hey Joe's that night on Thursday, a DJing um, panel Mm-hmm. to teach kids how to mix and master. And uh, I know Java's shaking his head right now. That's a craft. Mm-hmm. Everyone just can't say, oh, I'm a DJ. You know, mm-hmm. you have to know what you're doing and do it well. They're going to teach that with DJ Saxy I hope I'm saying that right. She's going to be a part of your mm-hmm. night as well, uh, mm-hmm. learning DJ and technology. Uh, and also, Friday is my, I love this event, the Kids Rock the Red Carpet event. That is so cool, where the kids dress up they their... Best Grammy attire, and they walk a red carpet, and uh, they get to take pictures, and you guys are going to... I noticed that you guys are uh, sponsors for the entire week mm-hmm. as well, so are you? will you be up there for a lot of the other events as well?
0: Well, I'm splitting my team mm-hmm. that week, and Kamel will be representing Visit Mississippi. <laughs> I am going to concentrate my efforts this week on our day at the capitol mm-hmm. yeah. and our, our events are new where the money uh, is right? <laughs> our, our new legislature and new new governor were inaugurated yeah. this week so we're we're just starting the session and 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 it happened to be this this week this year that mm-hmm. the grammy event happened to be this week so, it moved up didn't it so, from uh, last year Unfortunately, I will not be there. I know it's going to be awesome, but we're looking forward to seeing Kingfish the next night in Jackson yes, <laughs> <yes. right>. and, <laughs> at the Capitol the next morning. Exactly. So, and, so uh, if you're listening, Kingfish, we look forward to seeing him next week. Yeah, I'll weekend. tell you. <laughs> Tear can, them both down. I know.
1: Where can people go to find more information about both events, uh, the day at the Capitol and the um, Mississippi Night?
0: The, um, for uh, Mississippi Night, it's Grammy Museum Mississippi, GrammyMuseumMS.org.
2: And for Day at the Capitol, it's mstourism.com. All right. Well,
1: uh, we're not going to take a real break. What we're going to do is listen to a little bit of Outside of Town. I've
3: got many
5: places to see and many places to go. star want people to remember my name if you don't understand let me break it down i know that there's life outside of this town
1: welcome back this is next stop mississippi i'm michelle mcadill along with my Partner in crime, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi, and we are all bobbing our heads to that. That is Grammy-nominated, 20-year-old. I have to put that in there. Oh, my God. Christone <laughs> Kingfish Ingram, welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi, Kingfish. Uh, uh, I
5: would will, I will thank you guys for having me again. I really
1: appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, yes, we indeed. we, you know you're a hard man again. I can't say that um, from what two years ago when we talked to you. You've been making moves. You've been yeah. performing all yeah. over the world, and now you're Grammy nominated. You just grew up on me, didn't you? Just just <laughs> took your wings and flew. Uh, like that. a little bit. <laughs> before I don't want to run out of time. Before uh, letting everyone know, you have been nominated for a Grammy first. Out the Gate, first album, Out the Gate. Tell us where you were when you got the call and how you felt.
5: Well, actually, uh, I had woke up that morning and uh, I had knew that the uh, you nominees know, were announced but I didn't think I was going to be a part of the camp. But then I just, I started getting these messages and I didn't notice everybody started, you know, everybody like, everybody was congratulating me and I was like, okay, do y'all know something I don't? You know, <laughs> like that. So I, uh, you know, so I went and checked the nominees, and uh, there I was. And I, I immediately called another friend of mine who was nominated in the same category, and told him what had happened. So he was the one that spoke it in existence like a few years ago.
3: So uh, that's pretty much the story. That's wow, it. Kingfish, I, I just got to know, man, because I've seen you perform so many times and you are just lightning in a bottle. And I am i remember seeing you on the news when you were so young and them talking about mm-hmm. you being a phenom from your city mm-hmm. and everybody started knowing you. But when did you know? When was the moment when you were a child when you said, I got something and you started working on it?
5: Well, uh, I just noticed that, well, I wouldn't say, but I've always had an incident in music, like from the age of three, but it was kind of like a love hate thing i would i was love it and then i would go find something else i'd find my time but then i would always find myself coming right back to music and um that that one last time i felt like that was just a place where i uh, where i needed to be and uh when i when i sat in with like one of my mentors one time not too long ago uh that kind of put me in the mind that hey man maybe is something that i need to be doing Mm-hmm. And that's when I started running
4: and putting my head
2: in it and stuff like
1: that. Mm. So, Kingfish, let me tell you, you know, I've said it before on the show today. You're not old enough to even buy a drink, but you sit, you've sat along with blues legends and uncorked the blues like a veteran. What about this genre of music that you connect to? You're 20 years old, and there's so many other genres out there, R&B, hip-hop, et cetera. And you're a young black man in the 21st century. Uh, with How do you connect to music of your great grandfather. What do you say that connects you well, to this one, type of music?
5: Well for one, uh it's our culture and uh it's our history. Uh I think uh more kids, especially uh, African American kids need uh, we need to get back into this and you know study our you know uh study our culture and our heritage because this is the type of music you know if it wasn't for this we wouldn't have what we have now. So, um, that's pretty much what drove me to it because with me coming from a historical town like Clarksdale, I it it's a you know, it goes a little bit deeper, you know, you know, for me. And uh, you know, I've you know, you know, the blues is something that's you know, you know know, that's in all of us, you know, simply because we're African American and I just want more kids of my age to see that.
3: Now let's talk about your Grammy Award-nominated album. I mean, you were so excited to find that out, and it debuted number one on the Billboard Blues and Heatseekers charts. Did you have an idea when you were making it, and when y'all were pressing it up and getting it online digitally, that it was going to shoot through the roof like this? I truly didn't. I truly didn't
5: think so, honey. I I thought it was going to be like you know. Uh, I thought it was just, I thought it was gonna get like fairly good amount of views and you know uh you know you know people were gonna like it. I thought it was gonna be like a good album in the blue world, but I didn't think that you know it was gonna you know it was gonna go outside of its market and and everybody likes it, you know, and you know I just didn't know you know, so it's uh you know it's all taking me by, you know um you know overwhelmed, and I'm just riding the wave at this point,
1: all Right. so who did you work with on this album
5: uh well uh well. Uh, first I wanna give a shout out to Mr. Buddy guy. He's uh he's the one uh who helped us out with the record. Uh, uh uh he was the one that funded everything and not that uh uh and not only that, uh he put us in contact with his producer Tom Hambridge, uh who I co wrote um eight of the songs with um uh, on the record. And
1: um mm, eight of them. Wow. Mr. Buddy
5: guy is on it. And uh, and Mr. K.
1: Moore is on the record as well. Wow! Now you know people call you (laughs) when you were younger. Before, when you were a teenager, um, speaking of Buddy Guy, he called you a blues prodigy. He called you the next explosion of the blues. Um, You've been compared to B.B. King, Jimi Hendrix, Prince, and I must say, yesterday I was watching you at my desk at a guitar festival, and you were singing "The Thrill Is Gone." And I asked Java to play a little bit of it. You had me hypnotized. I sat at my desk and I zoned everything out. And I've heard people say that the way you choose your next notes, the way you... Go to your notes. It's so effortless. It's like you're, and when you close your eyes and when you're on the stage, I see that you, this is really you. It's authentic. It's not. You're not pretending to be a blues guy. You are a blues guy. I know you grew up with a lot of greats around you. Would you say that their influence helped you um, be this? You know, hone your skills as a child. More
5: definitely because uh, uh, because uh, I live right next to a blues band and some of the local greats uh would come uh, um overcome that, and from what I seen, you know they were actually feeling what they were singing about because that was their life, so I learned I just learned from them to take my own life experiences and use that so I can feel into my instrument a little bit better, you know rather than just uh copying you know a face because I've seen you know uh b, b. Kings or you know uh, someone else do it.
3: Well, Kingfish, one thing that I've noticed about you and that I I, I certainly pray that you keep throughout your whole career is how incredibly humble you are. I mean, after every show I see, man, thank you, because, you know, being so young and rising to stardom, it could have shot right to your head. But you come off stage and you virtually hug, talk to, take pictures with every person that wants to meet you. How do you how do you keep that same level head throughout this industry?
5: Well, for one, I think a lot of people don't understand that that all of this can be taken away tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not guaranteed. You know, and I just I, I, I like to keep that you know in the back of my um you know uh, I, I, I like to keep that in the back of my head. You know, mm-hmm. and not only that, you know, the fans. You know, um, you wouldn't be you know where you are because of the fans. So it's best to just treat them you know with kindness, you know, and respect, and you know, um, you know, and so on and so on.
1: You know. Um Kamel mentioned that. People don't know that when you're on the road you work with uh, United when you're not on the road, you work with the United um by music North America. Um and you perform to help kids with developmental challenges. A lot of people don't know that about you. You give of yourself as well. Why is this organization so important to you?
5: Well, uh I was diagnosed with uh experts, uh syndrome not too long ago and um It was just a way for me to connect with people um, uh, of my own, and um, and I just want to show uh, people that you know, uh, people like this. You know, we all have you know, even though we you know, even though we have disabilities, you know, we all have music in our hearts, and um, and we all want to show people what we offer to the world and stuff like that.
1: That Mm -hmm. is, I mean, you just telling me this right now, that is wonderful, and you, you know, you. God has given you a platform. So there you see it right there. That's your platform to let other people know in this world that it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You can rise to the top. Find what your passion is and what you're you're made to do on this earth, and you do that. I love it. Now, you are performing. We have uh, Craig Ray and Rochelle here with Visit Mississippi um, um, here to talk about. We talked about the uh, Grammy night. So you are performing on Tuesday and wednesday at the reception and you're being honored as an ambassador craig tell me again what's the title uh,
0: the day at the capitol we recognize our artists that perform at our reception at at the capitol where you'll be introduced to the house and senate chambers and recognized their proclamation uh as ambassador for the day so we, it's a it, it's a big honor uh, that, that we share with up. our musicians and we look forward to uh Celebrating with you in Cleveland the night before at the Grammy Museum and then at the State Capitol. So, big, big week for Kingfish and tourism next week. We're just
2: so excited and honored no, to have
1: you, you, you next people. week. Oh, wow. So, Kingfish, you hear the accolades in here.
5: Yeah.
1: Again, you're 20, correct? 20 years old?
5: Uh, Yes, ma'am. I'll be 21 uh, this time of Sunday.
1: Look, happy early birthday. Oh, my goodness. Well, what a great birthday (laughs) present uh, to get nominated for a Grammy. And you know what? Uh, The Grammys will air on the 26th of uh, January. And how does it feel going up against Bobby Rush? I mean, a legend. And then, like you said, I learned from Bobby Rush and I'm going against him in the same category. What does that feel like? i I don't see
5: I'm just, uh, I'm just happy to be in the number. That's there. You go.
1: (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Salute the legends, but you know you learn from them. So I mean, they they taught you what you're doing, and you're going to teach others um, that come behind you. I love that you are young, gifted, and doing what you're supposed to do in this earth. I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you're representing Mississippi.
3: We are so proud. Absolutely. But I got to, I got to know this kingfish. What in your mind's eye is next for Kingfish? I mean, Grammy nomination, but five, ten years down the road, when you lay back and close your eyes, where do you see yourself?
5: Uh, Where where do I see myself? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I know. I I don't even know. Probably, uh, probably whatever God takes me, man. That's right. I I should want to be comfortable, but you know. But but uh, but who knows? You know. Who knows?
1: Love right. it. Well, you know what? I know that, and we're going to say right here, that you will be continued uh, prosperity. You're going to continue right. with the success of your music, and it's going to get better and better. And you will be around, just like the Bobby Rushes, for a long, mm-hmm. long time. Thank you for being here today uh, with us on Next Stop. I know you're in L.A. Go ahead and go back to sleep and get some rest. It's about 8.30 <laughs> right now. And uh, we will see you next week here in Mississippi. Safe travels, Okay. All yes, right. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great day. All right. Thank you, too. Well, we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank our guests for joining us today, John Salem with the Greater Jackson Arts Council, Craig Ray, Director of Visit Mississippi, Rochelle Hicks, Executive Director of Mississippi Tourism Association, and Grammy-nominated blues artist, Christone Kingfish Ingram. If you'd like to hear this episode again or past episodes, you can listen to our podcast by downloading the MPB Public Media app and don't forget to visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org this is